Simon, you're on with Dave Calloway. Simon. Hello. Simon, you can't believe what a pleasure this is. It's uh, great to talk to you. Thanks for playing a little bit of radio and doing this, okay? Oh, my pleasure. Oh, man. I First of all, I'm a drummer, and so yeah. I'm going to be talking to you, uh, you know, probably from that angle a little bit here today. What's weird is okay. I play out in the street a lot with bands around here, and so nowadays um, there's a lot of drummers who have little itty-bitty drum sets. Did you ever have a little itty-bitty drum set? Uh, when I was about three years old, yeah. <laughs> Two years old, right. <laughs> but playing professionally, have you ever had like a little sort of like Ringo Starr level small kit? Oh, sure. But back in the 60s, I mean, that's, that's, that's all we knew was the standard four-piece kit. Um, and in those days, you know, when you had to cart your own kit around and, uh, you know, fit it into a regular car to do casual, you know, dances, uh, dance gigs. Um, oh, absolutely. We didn't really know anything about having two mounted toms or two floor toms. They were only reserved for people like Buddy Rich and Louis Belson and uh, Ed Shaughnessy, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, when did you realize you needed an extra huge kit? Because yours is. Well, well, I remember being at school and looking at the uh, Premier catalog and seeing, these are towards the late 60s now, and seeing all these, these double bass drum kits because... Rock and roll was going that way. A lot of drummers were starting to use two bass drums. And um, I remember thinking, God, how does that sound? What must that feel like? And then I also looked at a Ludwig catalog, um, which had a picture of this amazing drum kit called the Octoplus, which was a set of uh, eight concertoms. And I just couldn't imagine, how do these sound? All these different tones. Um, so my first, move to expanding the kit was to include a small tom -tom, floor tom tom a 14 by 14 tom tom so now i had three toms all of a sudden there was some musicality there that wasn't there before because i had three tones and that's where my love of tom toms uh came and then it was just a natural progression from there. I added another bass drum, I added another rack tom, and, and off, and it just went from there. <laughs> well, and when you're writing and producing things for songs that you are, to me, sound very melodic, I love that, especially when I'm listening to Toto, that uh, your fills and everything like that, there's a good complication, you know, to the uh, type of music you do when you're playing with Toto and bands like that. That um, th Did you see that change once you went to that type of uh, kit setup? Yes, it brought out something in me that I, I guess I didn't really think much about. It was very natural, very natural. And uh, I remember I was doing a session with my friend. It was probably the last recording session I did with my dad before he passed away. Um, and I was using this three Tom Tom setup and there was just one phrase. We had to stick very much to the charts. You couldn't stray from the chart at all in those, in those days for that type of music. But I was able to, to make this one phrase with the brass with the three Toms. And it was one of the few times he actually kind of acknowledged it and put his thumb up and said, he heard the different tonalities and how it worked with the, the phrase and the chords that the brass were playing. Um, it was just instinctive, um, and it's, it's been like that ever since. 
Amazing. You know, for you, I I have a, a couple of things I want to hit because I know time flies whenever we're interviewing anybody that we want to spend the whole day with, and you're one of them. <laughs> uh, I just played with a band the other day that had gone to a yep. clinic, and uh, evidently you stopped in to say hi to a couple of people at the drum clinic, and he said, this is one of the best memories of you walking in the door. It was kind of like if Paul McCartney walked in the door and you go, do you know who you are? It was one of those moments. Yeah. And um, so it's an inspirational thing is that for uh, trying to teach people how to play drums, show them a riff or two here along the way, what does that do for you, you know, being a pro drummer and uh, people admiring you so much for that? Um, are you talking about teaching? Yeah, for teaching, for people who want to learn and, and reach some kind of level in the world of music, you know, being a drummer, um, they turn to you. They look to you. I do. You know, I watch your YouTube videos on everything you do and your setups and all that. Is um, uh, you, on your end of it, in knowing all this and wanting to share, uh, what's it like for you on that end, you know, in teaching? Um, well, I, I, first of all, I have to say I am not a teacher. Yeah. Uh, I believe teachers are very specialized. It's a very specialized job uh, and a specialized talent. Um, it doesn't mean that the, the teacher has to be the greatest player, but what they have to be able to do is explain it and transfer it and understand it. Um, and take it from somebody, you know, from a professional drummer to a student in a way that he can understand. Uh, I feel like I don't have that at all. That's not me. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I hate to say it, I almost don't have the patience to to teach at that level. So I, I tend not to teach. But what I do like to do is doing master classes or clinics, which is it's a lot more um, ethereal. It, it, it's 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 not just explaining. Well, you know, this stick is hitting this drum while this stick is hitting that drum. Um, because I can't really explain that very well. That's well, the teacher's you know? Yeah, I, under I, love. I understand what yes. you're saying. And, and the thing is, though, is that, I mean, I guess you're through, through playing, uh, that's, for the most part, how we learn. You know, when we listen to you playing drums, that's where drummers kind of go, oh, okay, he does it that way. Maybe I could figure this out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is, is concept, I have to say. And uh, uh, that I'm, I, I, I love talking about. I love explaining that and then demonstrating it. That's that's fine, um, but uh, the other thing is is it's it's a lifelong <laughs> ambition, isn't it, to to learn to play an instrument? And I'm, I'm that's how I feel about it. You know, I've oh. still got a long way to go. It's a huge deal. You're I, and you're always. I don't know. I look at it as you're always uh, a student, one way or another. Hey, and a, a compliment. I just want to make sure I got through in this compliment about social media, is that especially on Instagram, is where I catch you. And the other yeah. day, when you were jumping up and down on a bass drum, uh, <laughs> and I'm sitting yeah. there going, "Oh, we've got a new trampoline, and Simon's on it." Uh, is that was such a treat? Is do you end up doing that every single day, or do you, uh, you know what kind of feedback do you get from being on social media? Ooh, I'm not. I'm you know my age. Social media is difficult. I, I have someone else do all that. I I just can't. Uh, I, I forget to pick up the phone and wait. Well, see, even that picking up the phone and taking a picture. We used to have a camera. That took the picture, not the phone. Um, so I, I tend to be a little bit, uh, you know, people say, oh, can we take a picture? I, I will, actually, I'm really busy right now. I'm trying to balance this, you know, whatever it is out on the on the board. Or, and uh, I find it intrusive. I find it, uh, you know, uh, 
not my thing. Um, but if other people do it, then that's fine. And, and that particular uh, IG uh, clip was the artist that I was producing in Switzerland. I was setting up a drum kit, and I had to change a bass drum head. And uh, that's how I stretched the, the head out. And I've been doing that since sometime in the 80s, I think. Um, and everybody said, and I've had on, on master classes, I've actually taken the largest person in the, in the class. I said, right, come stand on this bass drum. And they're like 180 pounds. Wow. I, I won't go through it. No, you won't go through it. If you go through it, it's a faulty head. And uh, they're amazed. They are absolutely amazed. And I'm amazed because I get a nice stretched head. So I go, thank you. Because <laughs> I don't weigh that. <laughs> that's incredible i had no idea so all right well now i know how to stretch heads out so all right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey and we need to talk about your your new album because it's live and i've listened to some of this here the one that you've done with uh derek is why do um do artists why did you decide that a live album was the thing to do rather than a studio album right now um we had made quite a few studio albums together since oh, 2000, the year 2000. Um, so, and, and it's a long process. And we wanted an opportunity of playing the, all the material that we've written over the years, because it's all co-written, all, all, all the music. Um, and we've never had that. And a, 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 an opportunity came up via uh, a concert called the Starmus Concert, which was in Yerevan, Armenia. And it's a meeting of astrophysicists and musicians. And, of course, Brian May is kind of the lead guy there. Um, and it's, a, it's an amazing concert. And, of course, I'm very into uh, things astrological um, on, on a very, you know, plain level. Um, it was an opportunity for Derek and I to put a band together and play the material that we'd spent years, you know, over the years recording. Uh, and it was the only way, really, to do it. Um, and sometimes live, oh, I don't know, it's a, it's a whole different thing when you record live. Um, and it's spontaneous and uh, shit happens. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> it's great. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. is You get the live experience. It really comes across. And the other thing is the technicality of the music itself. Uh, you really get a taste of what that sounds like when you guys are doing it live. It's fantastic. Good stuff. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Simon, great to spend a little bit of time with you. It's too short for sure, but your new album on sale now on Amazon and Spotify. I can't wait to see you on the road again sometime soon. Great, Dave. Thank you very much.